When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Without a love of my Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Nigel Rothband back in the chair. And since the last podcast, Manchester City have made it through to a yet another Wembley final, have progressed through to the fifth round of the FA Cup, and have another key figure facing a number of weeks on the sidelines following a horror challenge to discuss all of that and a lot more. I welcome a young person, an old person, and Nick Goldstone. Welcome, Nick. Hi, Nigel. Uh, we'll come on to the young and the old people shortly. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, looking forward to this one? Yes, good. Uh, <laughs> the young person, the young person, uh, reducing the average age considerably, is Ollie, back. Ollie, Ollie Black. Welcome back, Ollie Black. That's not easy to say, is it? Thank, well, you, thank you very much, Nigel. Good to be here. Good to have you here. And the old person, and I say old because he remembers... He Bert remembers Trautman. Bert Troutman. We were yeah. just talking about it. You remember Not Bert Troutman. Swift. <laughs> so first game, 1956. Yeah. So you are an old person. You are an old person. home. We drew. It's the last time Sunderland got a point, I think. 1956. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You're probably right. Uh, we, before we continue, very important to say that the Man City show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Sign up and deposit up to £50, and Ladbrokes will put the same amount into your account, giving up to £50 worth of free bets. And you can find the link at bet.citypodcast.net. Uh, can we start, gentlemen, with kind of Cardiff's tactics on Sunday? What do we think about Neil Warnock and Cardiff's tactics at the weekend? Ollie, your thoughts on that first? Well, I mean, they were obviously you know, fairly vicious, and they went into tackles fairly viciously, and I, I, th- I think it was, at times, I think it was unacceptable. I think to really put the icing on the cake... It was probably uh, Bennett's tackle on Sané, which we all saw, and it's the sort of tackle you see, and it's that could be, you know, a leg breaker and a potential ruin of a career. So I think, you know, they were vicious. I didn't like it, and I think Warnock's come back today and said we dished out similarly. Yeah. I think that's. I think I disagree with that. But uh, he said this is England as well, of course. This is England, Nick Goldstone. This is not Wales. Wales. I, I, I thought the ta- <laughs> I thought the tactics were fine. Uh, 
it was your typical FA Cup game, underdog versus fancy Dan's from the big city. Warnock made a bit of a of a thing about it. He gets attacked by the press. He gives a little bit back. Yes, there were some nasty tackles. The guy should have got a red, undoubtedly. There were one or two other very nasty tackles as well. But that's what you expect in a cup game. So you're happy, if I understand you correctly, you're actually happy with those tactics. Then you think that's okay, is it, to go around? No, I'm not. I'm not happy with it, but that's just the way it is. You know, we've seen it year after year, decade after decade. Warnock is a throwback. He's a he's he's one of history's men. He will be forgotten very quickly when he departs the game, if he ever does. Strong words from Mr. Goldstone. Stuart, you go, you go back decades. Yes. <laughs> decades. <laughs> decades and decades. Um, <laughs> I think the tactics were, like Nick says, expected, but they should have been punished and they should have had 10 men for the most of the second half. Um, you do expect, you know, the lower league team to play like that against the fancy dance, like you say, Nick, but they should have, they should have been stopped from doing that it's it's not acceptable um i don't know whether the referee saw the the studs up probably didn't if he did he would have given it would have sent him off but uh, i'm not i'm not sure it's acceptable in any way I'm surprised it's taken you sort of four minutes into the show to use the word referee because you're yeah. normally one of the early ones to get in there yeah. and start well, criticising you've been you've been quite polite about uh, Mr. Mason. I am, yes, why, it was why, it was at high what? speed. I didn't see his studs go in. I okay. wasn't there. You were there. You said you didn't see, but you were at the, well, was it the other end. I was at the other end. end. Yeah, sure. Um, I don't know how many people on the ground saw that the studs. Uh, and we were talking up. about actually. I was there with my son Harry, and yeah. straight away he always looks at me when there's kind of refereeing decisions to be made, and says, "What do you reckon, red or yellow?" And straight away I said yellow because I didn't see it as a, an obvious goal scoring sure, opportunity. Sure. He was a long way from goal. He was kind of running away from goal, and yeah. that, that, from where we were, I didn't actually see the studs go in. Uh, clearly, it wasn't until afterwards, yeah. and people were showing it on the phones as it would came the through. Would VAR have dealt with that? <laughs> well, well, let's no. let's talk. Well, exactly. I don't think it would have done. No, exactly. It would have dealt with the offside, but not that. Exactly. Uh, so, so Ollie, um, he's mentioned VAR. We may as well come on to this now, I guess, because <laughs> everybody else is talking about it. We have talked about it before on the show as well. It had some bad press, I think, the Liverpool game, wasn't it, where there was major delays and, and players pulling up with hamstring problems, and that was blamed on VAR as well, which I thought was brilliant as well. But, but kind of your thoughts, there's, there's kind of two sides to this argument. I haven't heard many people in the middle saying, I'm not really sure. I guess, knowing you as I do, you've probably got a pretty strong opinion one way or the other. Yeah, I've got an opinion about it, but I'm not, I'm, I, to be honest with you, I'm probably one of those people that are still sitting on the fence listening to both sides of the argument, because it's fairly new. We've only seen it in play, I mean, a, you know, a handful of times now. Um, I think within time we'll know more. What I do think is that it will improve decisions that were made incorrectly, but I think there are a lot of negatives to go with it, the timing issue being one of them. Yeah, um, yeah I think time will tell. Because people talk about the, 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 sort of the, the fact, and I, listen, I, I'm like an old record and I'll, I'll get Nick to give us a, uh, his view in a second, but this whole issue of goal line technology, in and out of play, that's factual. It's either in or it's out, and it's instant. And it goes to the referee's watch. There's no delay. He looks at his watch, and there was a situation actually at the weekend, wasn't it, with Bravo, who spilled yet another straight shot at him, um, <laughs> almost went over the line. Straight away, we know it's not a goal, no argument, we carry on and, and, and we just play. Uh, but but other decisions, you know, which decisions? You know, when are we going to do it? You know, what do the crowd know? I think there are loads of negatives, and I am not a fan, as you know, and I think I know where Nick comes from as well. 
Do you? Yeah. <laughs> I think there's... You, you come there, from Manchester. There, there's, no right, there's no right answer, Nigel. Um, there'll be people who are absolutely wedded to the idea that it's right, and there'll be others that are wedded to the idea that it's wrong. I agree with Ollie that it's early days. Um, what I don't like about it is that the footballing authorities have shown time and time again that they've got no idea what they're doing, whatever they do with technology, retrospective decisions. Um, you know, they, they supposedly review some decisions after matches. They spend days on them. They get them wrong quite often. They've got a, an unintelligible and wrong policy about what they can review and what they can't we have this ridiculous state of affairs where the referee has to pretend that he either has seen it or hasn't seen it to decide whether they can review it you can review reds but you can't review yellows um how do they expect to get the var thing right they can't get anything else right and at the moment i have to say very early days i really don't like it and this whole situation, and, we, and people often compare it with tennis and with cricket yeah. and with rugby, and I know you write on all of these sports, Stuart, and have done over the years, written books and articles your whole life. But the thing about those sports is there's kind of, there's a big screen in the stadium, first yeah. of all, and there is a natural stop in play in tennis every point, in cricket every delivery. Uh, in rugby, it's more stop-start than football. It's a very different game, and I think it's going to ruin the game and extend it to you know, two-hour games. I, it just, at the moment, I, I'm... I'm really, really against it. And I think what happens over a season is, you know, you win some, you lose some. Some decisions go with you, some don't. It's all part of the game. I mean, what the hell are we going to talk about, apart from anything else? The podcast will be four minutes long. Mm. We'll have to cancel it, yeah. Exactly. I think we'll cancel it. They, VAR should they cancels not, Man City Show podcast. You heard it here first. Should they not have trialled it in lesser games uh, they have, before? They? Have they? I think they've, in they've non-league trialled it. I don't know stuff. whether they trialled it here. They've definitely trialled it. I think they trialled it in Australia and some No, they've places. done it in other countries, but in this country, I don't think they've trialled it in many they non-league did, games or anything like that. I'm not suggesting well, have that the they're... Uh, Watford... Uh, uh, Cardiff didn't even have it, did they? No, they, they haven't got, got the facilities. facilities Bristol for City it, no. didn't have the facilities. They need so. to have. They need to have the incident shown again on the on the big screen, like they do in rugby league, rugby union. I think um, they the need to speed the it up. Police won't let them do that. Sorry, <laughs> I said I don't think the police would let them do that. Maybe not, but they've got to speed up the situation, and they can't have the referee running to the side of the pitch to have a look at it again. If the referee's not sure, he should say to the people upstairs or wherever they are in a studio somewhere. What do you think? Is that offside or not? And then the referees, it's taken out of his hands. They, they paint a line on the, on the pitch like they did with Sane, and it's a goal. Well, literally paint a line. Well, well whatever. Get, you get know the what I mean. you know, and go yes. down. It's digitalised. Oh, whatever. Okay. Right. It's got to be done quickly. Yep. So it, and I think it will add to the drama if it's done quickly. But I know it, that's not a stop-start sport, sure. but those incidents happen. The goal has been scored. You want to know if it's a goal or not. Can I, That's a natural Can stop. I take the Bernardo Silva goal, goal as yes. an example? Because yes. this is really important. And this is why I come back to my old argument of it's either factual, in and out of play, or it's in the opinion of the referee, which, as I repeat week after week, is in the laws of the game. Okay? So whether Sane, who drifted in front of the keeper when Bernardo took that brilliant shot, fantastic finish, great move, great finish, 
But actually, it's then a matter of opinion because I've read both sides. Some people have said, actually, yeah, to be fair, he did kind of drift and did get in the eye line of the keeper. Yeah, but if okay. he's not offside, well, on, it doesn't just matter. Go with, just go with me a second, if okay. you can. I, I, you're absolutely right. And, and when they painted their Dulux line, yeah. you're right, he wasn't offside. Could be sponsored by Dulux. We, we, we will be. We're sponsored by Ladbrokes. So, you know, 50, okay. free £50 <laughs> bet. Remember that. Okay. Um, I read it every week, badly, but I read it. So we've got a situation where you're right. I'm, I'm painting a, a, another scenario where in that situation where Bernardo goes through and shoots and someone like Sane drifts and is not in an offside position when they draw the Dulux line, sponsored by Ladbrokes, yeah, <laughs> you've got a situation where someone will say, opinion, Sane is interfering, and someone else will say, he's not interfering. And then you come to an opinion, and, and it's like, so the referees, it's gone out of his hands up to Isleworth or wherever the studio mm-hmm. is, I think. Yeah. Uxbridge, so I think, isn't it? Isn't, that, isn't Uxbridge, Isleworth, same place? Is that, you might be right. Very yeah. close. We're Very all Mancunians. <laughs> what, what do we know? It's some London place. So <laughs> you've then got a situation where it's, it's then de- <clears throat> down to opinion. And that's my problem. You're still going to be relying on someone's opinion. Nobody can only be interfering with play if he's offside. See, the thing about that... If we talk about that incident specifically, I think it's a good example because that was the linesman making the wrong call on the offside decision. Well, fine, that's not an issue. It was very, very tight. He's entitled to be right or wrong on that. Absolutely. I don't care. He then decided, apparently, to call whether it was interfering with play. Now, he's the one person in the whole ground who's in the worst possible position to make that call. He's absolutely perpendicular with the ball and he hasn't got the faintest idea. So he shouldn't be making that call. And the referee then compounds that by asking for the, uh, for the linesman's opinion on it when he shouldn't be doing that at all. Well, I, I slightly disagree with that, I have to say, because I think if he hadn't gone and consulted with his linesman, and you don't know who's made the decision, it could be the referee saying to him, I think he's interfering, doing his offside, which is why he's put his flag up. So you don't quite know who's made that decision. They're talking to each other the whole time. And I think the fact he's gone over and said, oh, are you absolutely sure, or whatever he's saying to him, I think helps the situation to show that he had at least consulted. Otherwise, he'd have 11 players running after him saying, why not go and ask, ask him, I suppose. But it's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? That's it's a not, really it's difficult one. I mean, the, the way that I saw it is that, um, that I, you know, how many, how many goals like that have been called exactly. for interfering in an offside position in the last 20 years? It, it's so rare. It's so unusual now. Sure. It just didn't make any sense. But it's someone's opinion, you see. But I won't oh, go yeah, on about absolutely. it. Can, I, can we actually talk about the football? Can we actually talk about City now? Because I think it's probably, we've done the VAR, we've done the tactics. So, so a lot of people described it. Um, Ollie, as a professional performance. You know, Nick made the point, you know, this is England. Cardiff, I thought, was in Wales, but there you go. Um, <laughs> so, so this is England, and, you know, it, you expect it. It's the lower team against the glamour boys and all that stuff. But actually, it was a very professional performance. They kept their heads, and frankly, in the second half, they didn't really get out of second gear. They didn't need to get out of second gear. So, professional performance? Yeah, no, I think it, I think it was professional. I think we went there. I think we did what we needed to do. Um, I think certain players stood out. You know, I think Bernardo came into his came into his own, and there was a point actually at sixty one minutes where we didn't we weren't in second gear. We were passing it along the back, and to be honest with you, that, that, you know that's what we need to do. We were two goals up. Yeah. Uh, you know, it should have been three. We've already discussed that, but yeah, I think it was good. Uh, nice to see company have a ninety minutes, uh, which he hasn't done since. Well, for a while now, I think since, since Newcastle, 1956, wasn't it? Feels that way, something like that. It was his first game. Yeah. It was with with. Uh, <laughs> 
I think we stood up very well. I think we did not retaliate, like you say. Um, some teams would have lost their heads uh, in those situations. I mean, the, the disallowed goal might have caused a, a whole a riot on the field. Um, yeah. Some of the tackles, again, could have caused us to surround the referee, but we didn't. Yeah. And I think we're much more professional. Well, we should be for the money we're getting. We are professional, but yes. I thought we did well. Who else stood out for you, Nick? Obviously, uh, we've talked about Bernardo, had a good good game. Uh, Gundogan, Fernandino. I I was really pleased to see Bernardo on the left-hand side during the the period of the game when he was because that cross for the second goal was outstanding and I'd just love to see him with a bit more time on that left-hand side because I think that's where he naturally needs to be. Um... Who else stood out? I thought that um, KDB was fantastic. Um, Gundogan, yes, but it, it, it was just such a great performance all round. I thought it was wonderful in the second half, the way we just played it around at the back, said, if you want the ball, come and get it. We don't need to do well, anything here. They didn't come and get it. That was and the they thing. Didn't. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. I thought we lost a little bit of our momentum uh, when we were just passing the, the ball around at the back. And I noticed that De Bruyne, he, he kept coming over the halfway line into our half to get the ball. He, he put three or four passes astray. Because yeah. I think, not lost interest, but there was, we weren't going for any goals particularly at that time. Uh, and it slowed us down. I, I, I don't like to see us slow things down that much. I thought Raheem Sterling had a really good game. He, the way he's uh, moving off the ball now, making those runs... Um, is it easy to overlook, but De Bruyne playing those passes is is magical. But it always seems to be Raheem Sterling who's on the end of them, and I think there's a, there's a reason for that, and that's why he's playing so well. What about the free kick then, Ollie? Clearly, I think um, Pep said in in the press conference after his coaching staff who had spotted it and they talked it in the in the sort of pre match video run through whatever they do um, before their lean chicken and whatever they have won't be <laughs> chips, will it? Whatever it is, salad no. and. What is it? You know, Stuart, they have. No, I don't. No. Talk, to, um, talk to a dietitian, they'll tell us, I'm sure. I think the goal was very clever. You know, we'd done our research, like you say. The coaching staff had been talking about it. It's been done before. I think Hazard may have done it this season in the Premiership before. We know that De Bruyne has got it in the lock. You know, he's got it in his locker, uh, him better than anyone else. And yeah, I mean, a goal's a goal at the end of the day. I was very happy when it went in. It was um, all bloody stupid if they hadn't jumped. So it just sort of rolled yeah. to their sort of <laughs> to their he's, wall. He's, he's done that before, hasn't he? I think has he done Boyne. it under I'm the sure has to point on it for what for, for us scored or, or, or yeah for it? Wolfsburg or for us I can't remember <laughs> Wolfsburg I don't know I don't know it was a good goal it was a good, good I goal. was slightly sceptical that it was all pre-planned but they all say it was so yeah, well, I don't think he would have done that it was, well who knows it's just a good story yeah, yeah. Na- I mean yeah. naturally walls do jump so I mean I don't, you know they didn't used to in 1956 did they Stuart no, stood they there. were actually on the ground they stayed on the they ground they stayed on the ground those boots didn't allow them to so those <laughs> no. heavy boots you wouldn't get off the ground would they you in 1956 not in the mud not in the mud exactly what about Bravo I want to talk about Bravo I mean Junior Hoylet took a shot which was not the greatest shot this world has ever seen speculative, but he's always prone to one <sighs> major thought, error not per again. game. Not again! It was straight. But at he is. Him. But I he think is. he was lucky, Bravo. I don't think. The, I don't think the shot was actually going in. If it had been <laughs> going in, nearly made it. Well, exactly. In, if it had been on target, he probably would have let it in. <laughs> Mind you, Edison fumbled one against uh, in our previous game. Who did we play? Liverpool, he did against Liverpool, didn't he? No, not Liverpool. Um, Newcastle. Yeah. Bristol. Newcastle. No. I can't remember, but he, he fumbled when he pushed the ball 
Like a bar of soap. I think yes. Bravo just yes. does it that you know He's that many favorite. more times than Edison. I mean, yeah, Edison's, we could count the amount of mistakes yeah. that Edison's had this season. It's very few. You know, you're yeah. mentioning one that was obviously one at Liverpool for the goal against Salah. Yeah. Yes. He, you know, he's got everything else, Edison. You know, I don't think we're going to shout at him for three mistakes. Well, I'm certainly. Not. And I hate shouting at City players because they wear the badge and they wear the, yeah. the shirt. And I just, but I'm afraid Bravo. I have a major problem. He just doesn't look like a keeper. He's never okay. going to live it down. He's, he's never going to get. And rid his of that distribution's good. We know. I mean, he comes. You know, twenty yards out of his area. Certainly in that period when we were knocking around, he was. Yeah part of the back five wasn't mm. he he was yeah. part of the knocking around but he's not there to do that he's there to do you shots. think we need a, a, a standing keeper <laughs> well Joe I, d- I, d- I have Hart. to say we'll bring Joe, Joe Hart. Hart had a mistake in it as well I Joe think, Hart no years. Joe Hart's gone no, do, we need, do we need a we better backup we don't need backup. Joe Hart do we need a better yes, backup for we do, Bravo? We do. Yeah, yeah, I think he's, not, he's yeah. not good enough because you know, if something happens to Edison I would not feel comfortable going into four trophies the Champions League with Bravo we've got the Norwich keep gun yeah, but he's a young he lad. Right. He's, he looks all right. But he's I very think, young. Probably yeah. better than Bravo now. I think he probably is, yes. but I'm not sure if he's up to it yet, is he? Uh, Ollie mentioned company, and yes. he got through 90 minutes. Absolutely. And he, he, looked, he didn't really look in any trouble. He's lost a bit of pace, to be fair. Yeah, he, he played like, the game at a very slow pace. He did. He was, he was, it was like noticeable. A, a Yaya Toure-type pace. Um, but yeah, he did, he did all he had to do. He was pretty good. You know, he wasn't pushed off the ball like Stones was the other week. Um, but, you know... Can he, can he get through more than you know back to back games? Yeah, well we hope so. Will he have the opportunity? Even well, we might come on to that. Yeah, because we will be talking about uh, transfer window shutting in just a couple of days' time and some of the targets and and we believe a deal has been done. Uh, so we shall talk about that very shortly. Before we do that, I just wanted that, that some of the chants were quite good. Uh, Pep got very upset, understandably, and he actually stormed onto the pitch, I think, and confronted the referee and the officials. But at one point, he removed his snood uh, and threw it to the ground, which uh, which the Cardiff fans behind him enjoyed. And the chant came out, "You're just a shit Neil Warnock," <laughs> uh, which I thought was a, a clever chant. Yeah, <laughs> which is very. I think on that note, we should take a quick break, and we'll be straight back after this. The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Welcome back. Uh, by the time this goes out, of course, uh, we will know who we're playing in the FA Cup. But sitting here around this studio, we have no idea. We're ball number seven uh, being drawn later on. Anybody you fancy particularly? Who do you fancy in the next round? I'd round like, five. I'd like Newport County. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> After they beat Spurs. You fancy that? I'd like, I'd like them, yeah. Because like it nice means easy... them beating Spurs. Is that so really what you mean? beating it? Spurs. Yeah. I'd like a nice easy run. In the FA Cup, any Premier League side, any, nice Premier League League side. any what you don't home, want, you do want. No, I want at what, home. But is that what you're saying? An easier is that what you're saying? They'd love to all be easier than the Premier. Are you being slightly no, I think slightly arrogant. I Manchester think, City I think they play a, a better sort of quality game. And oh, so we won't be kicked up in the we air. We can't beat them. Yeah, yeah, fine. Let's play proper football. Then can't beat teams that kick. Or we can, but it's not at great cost. Yeah. A home tie would be good, wouldn't it? It's yes. a long, long way to Cardiff. Yeah, also, the, uh, yeah, I agree. Home tie would be great. Um, fairly United relaxed, fairly, home. Fairly relaxed about who we play. But I think I read yesterday that we may have four away games in a row if we do get drawn away. So I think it'd well, be nice to have a, a, a home game, well, a so home draw. This is you, you people listening know who we're playing. Uh, but we don't because it's we're recording this before the draw. Uh, also, since the last show, we are through to yet another Wembley final. We brushed Bristol City aside. But you've got to give them credit, haven't you? Being patronising for a moment to Bristol City. Weren't they good? Yeah, they were, they were good. They weren't as good as Wolves. They're not as good as Wolves. 
but they they were tough, but they weren't dirty tough. They're okay. You know, we did what we had to do. Yeah. Again. I thought within their limitations, they were very good. I think they got the maximum out of the game that they could have expected to in terms of their performance. Um, so, you know, well done to them. I thought, you know, it was one of the fairly rare occasions this year that a team has has come up with a good approach to a game against us and executed it well. But again, we get that last-minute winner, so it's another victory. I mean, that's to be running the way we were, knowing that we were through anyway, and still pushing for that goal and for De Bruyne to come up, Ollie, and, and it's another win. I mean, that's, that was great, wasn't it? I felt slightly sorry for them in the end, but yeah. but that's just the way we're playing, isn't it? It's just we don't give up. Well, exactly, yeah. I think it's been fairly, you know, we've, we've done that all season and we have come up with the goods at the end of the game. And I think that's one of the things we actually struggle with, you know, a couple of seasons ago, not having that last goal to go and win it. But, you know, it's come up for us this season and, you know, long may it continue. And an opportunity for revenge in the FA Cup semi-final last year against the mighty Arsenal. Yeah, I'd like to think so. Um, I mean, I think there's a Wenger bit of, out. Wenger out. I think there's a bit of talk about them signing maybe a couple of players. Uh, Yang yeah, yeah. from uh, Dortmund. Yeah. Apparently got a good track record and good link up with Mkhitaryan. But I think, you know, on our day, Somebody we can go to. and beat them. <laughs> yeah. So, I was quite surprised that Arsenal beat Chelsea. Actually, you know, especially after going a goal down. Yeah, they mm. were. Yeah, both teams were poor in 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 the. Arsenal were terrible in the first half. Once William went off, Chelsea were terrible. Yeah, yeah. Second half, but and the goals were like pinball. Yes, you know? mm. yes, very lucky. So, well, we've got to go back we ourselves, aren't we? There, aren't we? Uh, next next month, back at Wembley, our second home. So that'd be good. Um, and we talked about uh, the transfer window. There's only a couple of days to go, I think, to the end of the month. And I hear on the grapevine that the deal has been done. Atletico Bilbao, 23-year-old central defender, Laporta, 50, a bargain, a snip, at £57 million. Yeah. Um, it's good. Not even an international. Not an international, but shares almost the same birthday as John Stones. Well, there you go. One, yeah. Day, well, yeah, one day apart. Save on a cake. <laughs> well, you could have one cake, exactly. Yaya yeah. would probably pitch same, in, wouldn't he? Same, birth, same year as well? Same year. Oh, same year. Same year. He's 23, he's a... It's a very good age yeah. for a centre-half. I mean, he won't be in his prime for another f- four, five years, maybe. But Pep sees them, obviously Stones yeah. uh, and Laporte, as he has his sort of key for a few years yeah. to come. But I say, not an international at the moment. No, but he's... Um, but comes with a good reputation, good footballing centre-back, which is... Very much so. He's a great tackler. I watched a, a video of him on Sky... My, my, I did the same with Samaras. <laughs> he looked great. <laughs> what, we're buying him back all as well? His, Is Samaras coming goal? back? No. All his great goals are on this two-minute video, and all um, Laporte's great tackles are on this video. He's like slides in. A bit like Otamendi, but he, does, he doesn't get the man, he gets the ball, <laughs> which is helpful. Arsenal have brought out a new video as well, you know. It's a, it's What's a, it called? It's called 100 Greatest Throw-Ins. <laughs> it's in black and white. So you should, you should try and get it. Yeah? I'll have a look for that. Have yeah. a look for that. It's a Amazon? Great... Yeah, yeah, no, any, any, all, all of those. I think and half of those are probably Rory Dillat playing against Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Very good. I don't know much about Laporte, I have to say, but two great things about him as far as I'm concerned. One is that he's not um, an ex-rag Evans, and two, he apparently has got pace. And he scores about. the odd goal headers. He's, he's only six foot two, only for a centre back. That's quite small, apparently. But, but that will help a bit, won't it? Because we were a bit like. Yeah, we haven't got. Of... I mean, how tall is Otamendi? He's 
probably about six and, foot. I don't think Andy Morrison was that tall, so... <laughs> Never caused a problem, What a quality player he was. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, the other one that's been talked about, and I, I'm, I'm, I hear on the grapevine say that the Laporte deal has been done. He's already in Manchester having his medical, and uh, indeed by the time this comes out, not only will we know our FA Cup uh, next opponents, we probably will have seen the photos of him being unveiled at the Etihad. Uh, but he's definitely on his way. The other one that's been talked about is uh, Fred uh, yes, another footballer with only one name from Shakhtar, 45 million midfielder, of course. Uh, not sure whether he's going to come in this transfer window, but maybe it's sort of all lined up for the summer. Anybody heard heard that? Is that another name that's been banned? around? Is that he might be signed loan back till the end of the season okay. to them. Um, he can't play in the Champions League, of course. He's played against us in the same group, so yeah. it might not be a bad idea to have him ready for next season, if we can get him. And are there any other areas? We've talked about a goalkeeper. I don't think it's going to happen in the January transfer window. So central defender, because of companies injury-prone, uh, probably Otamendi wouldn't be his first choice. But you know, to sit alongside Stones, it sounds like a sensible signing. Another midfielder makes sense. There's no real replacement, is there, for Fernandinho? Yaya's legs have gone. Sanchez deal didn't happen. Jesus is still injured. Yeah, Are we still in the market striker. for another striker? Which said this well, January we, 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 should be, but we're not. We're not. It's, it's not going to happen. Is it going to happen? Is Stones ahead of Otamendi in the rankings yes. at the moment? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yes. I think it's sure about that. Is it? you, you, really, you'd say Otamendi would be ahead of Stones. You, I think Pep, Pep Goldstone speaking here. Current form, he would be. Yeah. Well, Stones has been a bit of a nightmare for the past month or so hasn't yeah but I think he's a bit rusty after his injury he'll be, there's, no he'll doubt, be back. there's no doubt Otamendi has improved massively from yeah. last season yeah, yeah. I think you'd have stones ahead of him though wouldn't you Ollie um, I'm not sure you know you I can go with it yes you're, you're I'm, probably, I'm probably <laughs> swaying with Nick actually really? I mean mm-hmm. I was at the Liverpool game and he really didn't have a good game yeah I mean as a team we didn't have a great game sure and we fell apart for 10 minutes but I think I don't know. I think it's a, it's a tough one. I'd probably lean towards when's Otamendi. Birthday? Yeah, but when's his birthday? Well, the same as Laporte's, isn't it? Well, it's a day <laughs> apart, isn't it? Maybe they've got three. It's a bit older, I think, isn't the Otamendi? Are not they the not same twins? Year. Maybe it's not the same year. Are they twins? Has he got good tattoos? Are his tats as good as Otamendi? I'm not sure he's got any, actually. Laporte's not got any tattoos? I'm not sure. No, I'd look, those couldn't videos see. He's moving so quickly, I couldn't see him. No. <laughs> he's that Whether quick. he had him or not. <laughs> we'll have to check that out. Very good. Well, we'll see. So it looks like we've certainly got one coming in. And also there's talk of maybe Mangala going, which will be a huge blow to me personally. Yes. My favourite all-time City player. Not. Him and Bravo, have been, uh, he's been a bit of a disappointment, hasn't he, since, his, uh, since he, 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 could, he could well be on his way. I don't think uh, it's a shame. He's not quite made it, has he? No. Came with a good reputation. Nice guy. And, and a big price tag and a nice guy. Yeah. And happy birthday. Not a footballer. Not, not a footballer. <laughs> a nice guy. Uh, let's listen before we go. Let's look forward to midweek, uh, and we entertain uh, West Bromwich Albion. So there Could we are. Have Troy Deeney in their ranks by then. He's on his way. Is he from it? Watford? Possibly. Yeah. yeah, I heard that today. So uh, yeah, you'd like to think that West Brom shouldn't uh, cause us too many problems. That's the problem not, this year. We sit really. here each week saying they well, played pretty well at Liverpool, mind you. They did yeah. with a very weakened team as well. Yeah, they've got loads of players out. With flu at the moment, whether they'll be fit Wednesday well, night, I don't know. Well, we've got people with ankle injuries and knee injuries and stuff. Yes. We've been kicked up in the air we have. by Welsh bastards. <laughs> so it should be a routine win, I would routine say. Routine win yeah. for the Blues. Routine when you win say that, win. we never win well, in a routine way. You maybe know. maybe, maybe win it'll be a bit more exciting. Win away. Sorry. So maybe we'll have some of that song. Some I'm that song no. <laughs> we need some other terrible refereeing. Uh, <laughs> Either, either, either for or against us, just to make it a bit more interesting. True. Well, we must. We are ticking off those games now. We need ten wins, 
So give to us win the, the title. Give us the and you, no, I we need the, 10 wins. We need 30 well. points. Uh, and we beat United on goal difference if they win every game. And as soon as they start dropping points. As soon as they drop a down. point. So uh, 10 out of points. 14, is it? 10 out of 14, yeah. Yeah, so 10 out. So we can, we can lose four games and still yes, win compl- the title. We could lose to them. And when do we play United? Um, April. Seven games. Our seventh league game from now. Okay, fine. So we could... Technically, we could win the title. And this 100 points, is that people are talking at the weekend at Cardiff all talking about this 100 points? It doesn't bother me in the slight. I don't care how many points. Don't care. Win it. I don't either. Win the title. It doesn't matter, does it? Really? Yeah. If we win it. We if win you it. think it matters, let us know. We're at City Podcast. Follow I mean, us on Twitter. Not nice let to break another record. Excuse me, I'm doing, I'm doing a plug in on the. So it's <laughs> at City Podcast on Twitter. I think it would be nice to win the uh, FA Cup as well. well. Yeah, I know. I interrupted on United would have Excuse to me, give Ollie us a, interrupted first. A guard of honour. Would United have to give us a guard of honour if we'd good, won the title by then? That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Can you imagine Mourinho's face? I think they walk really slowly as well. So oh, just, you know, yes. stop and tie the laces and, you know, just have a chat and stop and milk it for all it's worth. I don't care. I don't care as long as we win it. Uh, before we go, uh, and this is something that Pep says won't happen and he keeps saying it won't happen, but we haven't, I haven't asked this question for a couple of weeks. Uh, all four then. He says if we keep getting these injuries, it's just not going to happen. Uh, all four. What do you, realistically, we are. We're in the final one. Fifth round of the next. <laughs> Realistically, at the top of the other one. Realistically, we have the best chance it is possible to have at this stage of any season. We're in, we're in the final already of the League Cup, so that's as close as you can get at this stage. We are astronomically ahead in the league to the extent that if we had to, we could almost play a reserve team every other week if we needed to. So that's enormously in our favour compared to other seasons. And we're still in the other two, and we've got a great draw in the Champions League. So it's Basel, isn't it? Whether it is realistic to actually win them all or not, who knows? But we have. Well, we're asking you, Nick. I think we have the best. It's it's very interesting. I think I I said all that. So the best is it a yes or a no? I'm saying is that we, my friend, we may never have as good an opportunity as we've got. I need a yes or a no from you. Yes, it is realistic. Will it happen? Because you're going to give us the odds of them. I'll, I'll bet no, because you. I think we'll blow the Champions League. Okay, thank you. Took a long time to get there, but, <laughs> yeah, but you know, you got there. It's good. You got plenty there. of time. Loads of time. Now, Ollie, give us a nice succinct answer. I don't think we'll win all four, but I, I, I really hope, and I think we might win a treble. What treble? Yeah. I'm not sure. Okay, so one of them isn't going to happen. I, think I, the don't, tri- I don't think we're going to win all four. All I think four the Champions Stu. League could trip us up. Yeah. We're sixteen to one for the quad, which is very short, to be honest. There are four major competitions. Sixteen to one—that's not crazy. Big, that's not a big prize, um, <laughs> but I think we could win three. You're quite going easily. three, like, I'm, like Ollie. I'm not saying which three, but I think the Champions. League I reckon the league's one difficult. of those, isn't it? The league's Pardon? one of those, isn't it? I think the league's one of those three. Which one? Cha- the, the, the league. Yeah. The Premier League. Yeah. Okay. Might be. At least. And win the final of another. Thank you. We'll see. <laughs> Listen, it's been an absolute joy and a pleasure. Certainly to have my three guests to Nick, to Ollie and Stuart thank you so much this is Nigel Rothband saying thanks for listening and we'll talk to you all very soon this is a Playback Media production to listen to all our football podcasts visit playbackmedia.co.uk The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes
If you're a large organization involved in managing, purchasing, or making decisions on software licenses, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it, and whether you purchase the right number of software licenses to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM, and others, and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk, and we're also available on all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Acast, and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.